Empire. You thought you knew, but you have no idea. It's the urban sports scene. are listening to the urban sports scene and we are part of amp Media. that's amp i'm wole here with ray jeezy and will t what's going on fellas <laughs> nba playoffs that's what's going on <laughs> the wizards news during the playoffs i know right we'll get into that all all that man it's, it's amazing ray hits us hits us up we have to change the plan we have to change the game <laughs> i know you, you cut out my segment bro I ain't cut it out. That's, <laughs> luckily, it's on YouTube, so my people can always see it. <laughs> my segment, my segment's always been getting cut since we started this show. What are you talking about, bro? Now that's real talk. Now that's real talk. Is your mic on, Ray? Can you uh, hear Ray? Yeah, I can hear him. Okay, making sure I can, I can hear him. I can't. I'm trying to make sure. Okay, my mic's not on. I don't hear myself, but I, well, I hear him because you're next to him. Because I'm next to him. <laughs> I don't. Like, I don't necessarily. I don't hear him okay. through the headphones. I can clear Ray. Now that's real. <laughs> I mean, no, still coming in real. Yeah, you still coming in low. Mm-mm-mm. It's all good. I understand. No, I, I understand. I will make it happen. Who's the producer? That's right. I see my man going around the horn. Yeah, right. You sound better, right? All right, cool. Not my bad, bro. I apologize. That's all man. right. You know what I mean? But that's hey, right. I did, can hear did, you now. Oh no, no, you probably didn't come the same way I did. Did you see the Dan, the the by Dan banner that's on Route Fifty? No, I didn't come up. Banner, yeah, like a fan really invested money and put the Redskins logo again. I said Redskins logo on it, basically saying like we're going back (laughs) after this dude is gone. I I I wish I could have took a picture of it. I don't think that's going to happen. Them going back to the name. No, 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 you're not going to rebrand after all the money has been invested. But I'm just saying that's 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 commitment when you buy a whole banner and then you (laughs) fandom you you hang it up on the Beltway so it's bit. I'm sorry, on, on on the main. Road, so it's must rich, it must be a rich dude. It has to be. It has to be. And Unless they own a store that makes banners. And part of it goes <laughs> to just show just how dedicated this fan base is to this team, hoping that it, you know a brighter future is around the corner. Yeah, we we had a discussion about sort of the owners and who's the best ownership. Oh. The learners, you got Dan Snyder. I mean, we like, dang, I guess Ted is the best <laughs> owner in town. It's like, whoa. Did you uh, include what's his name, Who, Peter Angelos? No, it's oh, no, no, that's Baltimore. Baltimore. I mean, I, I get it. I, he's I, trash, I, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's trash. I'm old, I'm old man. He's trash. Dang, dang on. Trash. Keep the buck, man. I mean, luckily, you know, they changed, they changed up a little bit, but he ain't, he don't pay his players, so usually the good players they have may have to leave anyway. Bomb. It's not even on ESPN, like in the top stories. The fans suing Bradley Bills in the top story. Are you but, serious? But Tommy Shepard's not. Shows you how irrelevant the Wiz are on a national scale. Until yeah. they get that number one pick. I know, right? No, they're not getting number one pick. Don't do that. Wimbayama. They're not getting He's that. coming here. I don't see that. I don't see that. Anyway, it's going to be I hard mean, to get tickets. Well, they going to be covering the team again next year. All right, whatever, man. I mentioned Ant for me. Ant most hosts multiple DMV sports podcast shows, such as the John Kime Report, hosted by ESPN Washington. Uh, Commanders Insider John Kime and Jones Football hosted 
by USA Today Insider Mike Jones. You can subscribe to our podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Hey, make sure you subscribe to the Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel as well. This show can be found on Podcast DC, the local app with hundreds of news and options. I said that wrong. And <laughs> hundreds of options in local news and health in the DMV region. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all the Empire Show as well as other great content. Hey, don't forget to tweet us at Urban Sports Scene. Hit us up on IG at Urban Sports Scene and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Will, you want to read this one? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I- also join the Urban Sports Scene <laughs> Facebook group. Search Urban Sports Scene, sports bloggers, sports podcasters, and sports debates. Hey, like hey folks, you already know we're a team, so we do things as a team. Anyway, let's get into our tradition. The pregame. Here's what we have on tap. Snowfall series finale this week. Yes, sir. I don't sir. Watch that, that show, man. <laughs> I'm excited about Hal it. loves that show. I don't watch that show. I heard it's really good. Teddy's gone, man. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. I, I can tell by social media that it's a, it's a real lit show. R.I.P. Reed Thompson. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good, man. I'm not First talking one. about that tonight, huh? Again, First. I got scrapped, Will. <laughs> First, we'll talk about Daniel Snyder selling the Washington Commanders to Josh Harris and, Matt, and the Maddie Johnson group. Um, then at 8... 18, we'll talk about the beltway battle between the Washington Nationals and the Baltimore Orioles. Talking that, Kevin Nibley will jump on the show to join us. At 8.30, we'll talk about... Yeah, 8.30, we'll talk about the Wizards firing Tommy Shepard. At 8.42, we'll talk about the... We'll talk NBA playoffs. At 8.50... Excuse me. At 8.55, uh, we'll preview Tank uh, versus Garcia, which goes down Saturday in Vegas. I had to change up my whole outline. I'm looking at something totally different. Um, but first, it's been reported that Washington Commanders owner Daniel Snyder reached a, a preliminary non-exclusive agreement to the Josh Harris, Maddie Johnson group to sell the team for $6.5 billion. Um, Harris would be the majority owner, of course. Maddie is a minority owner. Uh, thoughts, Ray? I like to Ray first because you look at his point there. Well, that's why I did you. <laughs> <laughs> A six First of all, can, can I just say that when we had our end of the year show, end of 2021, I told y'all this was going to happen. And a lot of people said it wasn't. I said it was going to be about the end of last year, which it, it should have been. Mm. Interesting process. Um, this franchise, of course, is valuable. I'm not going to say anything that has not been said, but I'm wondering how long it's going to take to sort of rebuild this franchise that has so much history. And I'm wondering how much patience fans are going to have in the rebuilding process because we're not just talking about the on the field product we're talking about stadium we're talking about game day experience we're talking about just a, just tributes if you honor your former players if you honor the, the greats of your franchise are you going to botch that in the future these are things that have to be discussed also the culture of the workplace in terms of sexual harassment no hr uh what's going to change and how long is that going to take is Ron Rivera going to be around? What's the, what's this whole rebranding going to look like? Is this the right group to do it? Because we all thought that Bezos was in the driver's seat to, of course, buy the franchise. It looked like that's what he wanted all this time. But I'm interested to see what this group does. And Magic Johnson being part of it, it's not a, it's not a big deal to me. He's all about money. He's about making that money. I think that this group is going to have a lot of individuals around them that's going to have voices in terms of, okay, this is the direction we're going in. The Magic is is a good name. The Magic is a good name. I will admit that. You want, you want, you want to go first? Will? Yeah. Um, 
I guess the biggest question is how long will a love affair last, right? Yeah. You know, um, new ownership, Dan Snyder, this will be 24 years, him being the owner of um, the Washington football team, Commanders, and I won't say the other name. Um, but how long will a love affair last? Ray, you brought up some very great questions, uh, particularly around the stadium and also the training facility. Where would those be located? I do know that, you know, um, Daniel Snyder favored – a facility in Virginia. Um, I do know that if the current ownership, when they take over the team, there still is a very large parcel of land that they will own and they will have the ability to build another stadium in Maryland if that's what they want, if that's what they desire. But I don't really think that's something that they will look into just because of the the traffic and the game day experience. First, I mean, I think that, you know, I'm biased, obviously, when it comes to Magic Johnson. But I do think that Magic Johnson is a minority owner in multiple teams. And he is minority owner. But what he does is that he is a face. And he does, for some strange reason, them teams do win. And it, it's something something about having a, pers- a player of any sport, of any greatness, any sport, in, in your facility that's able to kind of give you advice on a team atm- atmosphere. Not even, like, the actual skill of the game, but the team atmosphere. Go ahead. Okay. That's a very fair point. As Ray say, that's fair because I always say that. <laughs> but uh, the last time we saw Magic Johnson around the team was the as the GM or the president of your team, the Lakers, right? Yeah. Um, so is it accurate for us to say that he has a team building, that he can positively build a, te- a successful team yeah. on, the fl- on, the, on the floor? He won't be as hands-on because, again, he's the president. He's a minority owner. That's what you live there for the for the people that handle that. Matt Johnson's a basketball dude. This, this is this is football, so it's totally different. Okay. He doesn't know about football. I'm just saying in terms of like what what he's done for the Dodgers, um, and you know, obviously, obviously other business business ventures he's been involved in. Um, you can say the Sparks, but again, that's he's not he's not hands on on the Sparks. To be honest with you, um, with the Lakers, he was hands on. He was hands on. He won't be hands on here. So it's just different. I feel like you have having the Magic Johnson element. Does help in terms of track record, in terms of him as a, a minority owner, not as a general manager. Because I can use the same. Magic was a coach for the Lakers. That wasn't successful either. <laughs> but we're talking about him as a pre, as the as an owner. And ownership is totally different. So, so you're. So is it accurate to say that you believe that his ability to his connection with people yes. will play a role in him turning around and, the and uh, culture stuff. and then also PR. bringing in free agents and PR. Okay. I mean, Magic is in PR in terms of PR s- s- sense of it in business. It's good. Maybe it's they'll good. let you back in the box now. Maybe, man. <laughs> Maybe. All right. <laughs> but um. But in terms of like what the love affair, that's all about winning. I told you that that's my thing. It's about winning. Um. So if this team is not winning, putting out a poor product, cheap. The fans will fall fall out of love with the whole situation, but this dude has a long rope the rope to work with because you know Daniel Snyder was the owner beforehand. Beforehand, so I think the love affair will can last pretty long, knowing that what you used to have here. And I think there's going to be a level of understanding on the behalf of the yeah. fans by saying, yeah. "Okay, we know the process that it's going to be to again rebrand. That's yeah. hard to do. I, this franchise is in such a different place than it was when Dan Snyder took over. It's insane." Yeah. yeah. And another issue that Dan Snyder had was the district did not want to welcome him back. Mm-hmm. The district will now open the doors back to the Washington Commanders franchise. So that could be huge. But with all the talk about a change in ownership, um, do you think the fans will now start to come back to games? 
No, I don't. Um, I think there's a very large contingent of fans that are not happy with, like you said, the game day experience and mm-hmm. then also the traffic. And look, we, you know, I have to pass. I drive around the stadium to get here. It's very barren. Mm-hmm. It's nothing there. Like if you are a fan that's coming all the way from Northern Virginia or you're coming from out of town to watch this game, after you go to the game, you usually want to find something close to the stadium to do. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Go to Jasper's? I'm never wrong with Jasper's. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Jasper's isn't even that close. It's close. It's it's the, I mean, close. I mean, it's, it's the closest. Oh, oh wait, Fridays? You it want to is, say Fridays? It is close. You got Copper Canyon. Like, I don't know. That's the closest. <laughs> well, well, yeah, that's close to Copper Canyon. But usually well, no, after I the think, game, to be honest with you, usually like after the game, folks do like – You're not, right. Some you're, people go to Jasper's. I can't hear no, you. Um, no, Ray's right. Um, Copper Canyon is close. No, no. Fri- what was it? Fridays. I said Fridays. The, Fridays. That's the closest. That I think that's the closest. Fridays. Yeah, it's the closest. It's on the boulevard. That's the closest yeah. one. And then go to Corral. Yeah, to go around. They go catch a movie, Magic Johnson Theater. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. I, no disrespect, Wale, but Jasper's does not appeal to every demographic. I agree. So <laughs> I know, no, that was I was, that, no, no, okay. I was I was getting to that. No, no, like, I, I was, no, no. I'm with I, you. I, again, I want to be serious. I went to the Falcons game. Of course, I'm a Falcons fan. Afterwards, I saw some fans at Chipotle by like shoppers and stuff. Yeah, it's nowhere to go. No, I, I agree. So you got to have something that appeals to everybody, yeah, where right, yeah. you can. You can put places uh, kid friendly. You can put places where people want to drink alcohol. Yeah, uh, all types of stuff. Yeah, that again can make you revenue or, or, or earn you revenue, and yeah. also make fans want to come back. And right now, like Will said, I think they won't. I'll, I'll agree with you that they won't come back immediately. Like yeah. for what? Yeah, like I agree. it's a new owner, but what else is new? Yeah, I agree. Red Zone, you can watch that in the parking lot. That that changed some things with people like the tailgate. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Remember they added that the Red Zone like satellite parking or whatever. It's, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. They, they added they added that a while back, and that was it. It, it is a bad location, and uh, it helps if you win. Though, see, Jack and Cook had the luxury of winning, so people were like, you know what, we're going. It was the biggest stadium in the league at the time, but now you got SoFi, Texas, you you got Vegas. Everybody's Man, passing. RFK wasn't even that sexy for it. Wasn't, but they won. They won. And the location at RFK wasn't that great. They won, but. That you could easily walk from the metro True. to RFK. You can walk from the. You can walk from the metro. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a it's a longer walk. I, I would think. I think it's a little bit longer walk. You can walk from the metro to uh, to FedEx. Um, I, what the heck is really going on? I'm trying to pull up this this, uh, this, this, this IG thing. Of race. Uh, okay. popping up. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> we a- we asked on, on social media if fans were going to come back. Yes, and it's on IG. Somebody said something. Oh, that's what you're trying yeah, to pull up. Trying to pull up. <laughs> I can pull up what they said on Twitter if you want me to. Somebody said something on Twitter. Didn't you put a poll up? I thought. Nah, that was for something else. Okay, let me that see. Poll? Let me see. I can tell you if, if somebody. I got one. Something I got. Like I got something on okay. here. Though. I got one here. Though. Don't play. <laughs> don't play. So don't play that. Come on, dude. Don't do that. Dude. All right, here we go. I got one. All right, so on Twitter, on, on IG, the Black Coat. Dot op said, uh, it can't be worse, right? Uh, LOL. It's crazy all the, all of the, the PR missteps that Snyder made at every step. Shaking my head. Commanders fans are loyal. They will be back with good ownership. Not right away, I don't think. Again, it's not. Know, that a, you, you can't change enough to get people Only back. if you start winning off the rip. That's the only way it changes. So we, again, we talking about we're talking about the first game of the season. No, I don't think that changes. Right, anything. I'm saying off the rip. I'm saying uh-huh. you got to win. You go on a five game winning streak. 
people feel better about oh, the ownership, sure. and they'll they'll put two and two together. They'll put they'll put even though it doesn't matter because it's the Rivera, it's more of what Rivera did. They'll put two and two together and say new ownership, winning team. They'll be like, so okay, they'll come. Will it resemble what you think? You like that Kirk Cousins or I think more Ro- like Robert that. Griffin. Winning streak Ooh. into the playoffs. That was That's the last I two think, times I, I think you like, like, like that. I think you like, like you like that, Kurt. Because yeah. un- okay, unless okay. Sam Howell is dynamic yes. out of the gate, right? Yeah. Then that's something totally different, right? If Sam Howell is dynamic yeah, out of the gate, and you know the first yeah. three three games he throws like I don't know three t- excuse me nine touchdowns and mm-hmm. two or three interceptions, then you get him back. Then you get then you get the fans back. Listen, it's an important name that goes along with this, of course, and we've discussed it before, and we'll discuss it moving forward. That's Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, that that's one of the biggest the biggest differences that this team is going to have. No more Scott Turner. I think that's going to make a huge um, impact in terms of productivity and how the offense flows. We know that the game is a passing league now, or the, or the NFL is a passing league. That that's probably the biggest change that came this offseason. Dan Snyder had to do what he had to do. And he's getting paid for it. My goodness. Yeah, 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 to, 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 to see the flip, yeah. it's so unfair. Yeah, he's getting a bag, man. It is what it is, man. But uh, Well, he's getting a bag. I get it. Yeah, yeah He's getting a bag, but he has, he owes, he oh, has yeah. a lot of debt. Oh, yes. yes. He has a, a lot ton. of debt. He has a ton of debt. So we don't know how much of that money he'll actually pocket. Billions. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the producer on this show? The Orioles took game one of the Beltway series against the Nats. Talk Nats. Kevin Nibley would join us to talk about the series. And also, the Nats should follow the O's rebuild blueprint. We'll talk about this after the break. What the heck? <laughs> For ages. You dig? Deuces. On Empire Media. That's EmpireMedia.com. Ain't strong enough. Rockefeller is the army. Better get the navy. Kidnap your baby, spit at your lady. We bring knife to fist fight. Kill your drama. We kill you, motherfucking ants with a sledgehammer. Don't let me do it to your dunny, cause I overdo it. So you won't confuse it with just rap music. ROC, we running this rap. M Easy, we running this rap. The Broad Street Bully, we running this rap. Get zipped up in plastic when it happens, that's it. Freak, wait, we running this rap. Owen Sparks, we running this rap. Chris and Nick, we running this rap. I don't care if you mob deep, I hold triggers to cruise. You little, I got money stacks bigger than you. When I was pushing weight back in 88, you was a ballerina. I got the pictures, I seen you. Then you drop shook one, switch your demeanor. Well, we don't believe you. You need more people. Rockefeller, students of the game. We pass the classes. Nobody can read you dudes like we do. Don't let them gas you like Jigger is and won't clap you. Trust me on this one. I'll detach you. Mind from spirit, body from soul. They have to hold a mask, put your body in a hole. No, you 
not on my level. Get your brakes quick. I sold I wouldn't lie to y'all, man. You already know it. You're listening to the Urban Sports Scene with Will, Ray Jeezy, and myself, Ole. And we are part of Amp Pyramedia. That's amppyramedia.com. All right, the Orioles took game one of the Beltway Series. All right, Will's supposed to introduce our guest. Excuse me. No, no, I'll do it. Right now, we have Kevin Nibley from Talk Nats Online. What's up, Kev? Hey, guys. How you doing? We're good. Doing great, you doing, Kev. Man? How are you? It's good, man. Good to good. have you back, Kev. Yeah, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Appreciate you, Kev. All right, Kev. Uh, the Beltway two-game series with the Washington Nationals and the Baltimore Orioles started last <laughs> night with the Orioles defeating the Nationals 1-0. Uh, what did you learn um, from that game, especially from that starter, just uh, starting pitcher, pitcher uh, Josiah Gray? Um, you know, obviously the result wasn't what you want as a Nats fan, which has kind of been like the theme this season. We lose more or less every game we play. But, you know, I, I think that uh, Josiah looked pretty good. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, like the silver lining as a Nats fan, you know, s- similar thing tonight. Uh, you know, Gore is probably going to lose this game. But if you're a Nats fan, you look at uh, Gray and Gore, and those are the two pieces you want for the future, you know, in a couple of years when the Nats might be good again, um, those would be two guys you could see in the rotation. So, you know, in terms of this season, I, unfortunately, I don't think there's a lot to learn about the Nats. I just don't think they're going to be very good. But if you are a Nats fan, you're looking at guys like Gore, Gray, CJ Abrams, Luis Garcia, and you're hoping that they, uh, develop and, and you know some of the guys in the bullpen as well like uh thompson and hunter harvey and and harris you know but um yeah you know uh the orioles are better than Nats uh this season that is for sure um <laughs> so i think we learned that last night and we're probably learning that again tonight kev you spoke of this being for lack of a better word it's a lost season why do you mm-hmm. think davy martinez continues to hit cj abrams and victor robles at the bottom of the lineup opposed to giving them more opportunities at the top half of the lineup yeah it's a great question you know i don't know i mean i could see with uh with cj i think ultimately they're probably going to want him up towards the top but i could see this is going to be his first full season in the majors maybe not putting that pressure on him. But, you know, someone like Robles, who he's on the other end, where this might be his last real shot is a prospect. You know, I mean, if he doesn't have a good year this year, I know he got off to a great start, but if, if it, that doesn't keep going, which which he's been slumping lately, you know, Robles might be traded or, or cut or whatever, you know, DFA'd. Um, so, you know, I, I don't understand. I mean, Lane Thomas has been good. I, I don't hate the way Davies hit Lane Thomas first, but what I don't understand is Dominic Smith hitting second. You know, he hasn't been very uh-huh. good. I, he wasn't very good last year. Uh, you know, the Mets let him go for a reason, and and it's cool if you know. I think that I actually liked him as a reclamation project, but there's you know it's one thing to try to go for like a high upside reclamation project. It's another thing to hit that guy second, you know, and so I don't understand that. So I'm with you. I, I do think this is probably, well, this is a rebuilding season, a lost season in terms of like winning anything. So why not throw some guys up at the top who could possibly help? I, I, I don't, I wouldn't have hated him putting Robles up there a couple weeks ago when Robles was hitting like 350 or 400, you know, I don't know why he was still ninth, but. All right, Kev, again, it's good to have you on. And just as a disclaimer, there's a producer here that is a Baltimore Orioles you know. fan, so forgive us um, for the way this question is worded. This is not me. I'm just letting you know right now. 
Um, <laughs> the Orioles, they, they've had a rebuild the past few years, and now they look better. They look improved. I don't know about potential contenders as I'm are, reading it here. They are potential so, contenders. So should, should the Nats follow that model? Also, how long do you think it will take the Nats to start contending again? You just mentioned You said a couple of years from now. What does a couple years look like, Kevin? Uh, I think I actually is um, the Orioles are in good shape. I mean, uh, the Orioles contending have some, in good uh, shape is different. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in good shape, but I can't contend in a bodybuilding contest yet, Kevin. I'm in good shape though. <laughs> we are potential. Right, well, That's why it's potential. <laughs> potential. Okay, I'll I'll start with I'll it's start a with the Nats. Weed going, getting thrown out. There. Go ahead, Kevin. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Um, I'll start with the Nats. Like the Nats will be <clears throat> probably it, it depends on the whole sale of the team from the learners. If they sell the team. This offseason, I, I know the commanders just sold for a ton of money. <clears throat> if they're able to sell the Nats and get a new owner in place and maybe spend a little in free agency, I could actually see the Nats competing a little bit uh, next season. Um, you know, when, when you look at like Dom Smith, uh, Candelario, Manessas, who are just three like kind of, you know, no disrespect, but, you know, bargain basement two through four hitters. I mean, if you actually spend a little bit of money and got, you know, even if you had something like a, Castellanos or Kyle Schwarber, like some people like that that you that are available in free agency every year and put in there, the Nats wouldn't be that bad of a team. I mean, they wouldn't contend, but you know, so anyway, blah blah. The Nats probably, I, I look at twenty twenty five as the year when they'll really be good. They have the number two draft pick. That's going to be, you know, uh, Dylan Cruz or, or Paul Skeens or, or Wyatt Langford. I mean, that's going to be like generational level player. Um, they're going to have almost Corbin will be off the books. I have all the money in the world to spend. Hopefully ownership will be settled and they want to spend money. So I look at 25 for the Nats um, to really, you know, contend for a playoff spot again. Um, you know, the Orioles, uh, you know, they've done it right. But if I'm going to throw a little shade on the Orioles, what they haven't done right, this would have been the offseason for ownership there to actually buy some free agents. You know, I, I think the better question would be like the Orioles didn't really learn from what the Nats did in 2012, you know, and, you know, you know, the, the Nats made a big trade for Gio Gonzalez from Oakland in 2012 when that team was ready to compete. And that, that you know, and then they got Max Scherzer and Daniel Murphy and they started adding, you know, they, Doug Fister, you know, they were adding pieces as the young core was coming up and the Orioles haven't really done that yet. So I think the Orioles would be good for a while, but they the Orioles won't be great. They won't be like, you know, in position to win a world series until ownership spends. And unfortunately with the Orioles, you don't know if they'll do, they might not, they might not spend, you know, they might, you know, the, the ownership there, who knows what they're doing if they're trying to. Thank you. I'll read the world champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, owner, I'm, not, I'm not trying to throw shade, Wally, but like, I, you know, the it's ownership fine. might be trying to, they might be trying to move to Nashville. I mean, we don't know what they're doing there. They definitely don't seem like they want to spend a lot of money on the team. The um, but but they have been, and they have been rebuilding for a while, and they have some good young prospects, and you know, they're obviously ascending. No, so. I just want to say they have the core fan base though in Baltimore, in comparison to Washington, you know. But go ahead, Will. I want I want you to jump in real quick. You you mentioned. Kev, you mentioned that they might be moving to Nashville. Uh, I have a question to you regarding the um, litigation about the uh, mm. with the Orioles with Peter Angelos and, and the massing dollars. Has that has that been settled, and has that kind of played into why this team hasn't been spending any outside of them just being a very young and um, so terrible what, team? So, what, the Nets, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, um, it is. It has not been settled. Uh, I believe that it's progressing. It's in uh, 
like New York uh, court. I, I'm not a complete expert on this, but from what I understand, I, I do think that the trial's moving and maybe there could even be some movement on that like in the next week or so. Um, but it's been one of these things. I, I don't really understand that system, but it's something that they've been appealing for like years and years and years and years and years. And the, the Orioles owe the Nats, I, I believe at least like a hundred, $150 million yeah. and, and potentially more. Um, and they just keep appealing it. And, you know, I don't know if it's going to go to the Supreme court. I'm, I'm certainly not a legal expert, but um, it, it is an issue. I, I, I think where it's affected the Nats is, uh, is is the sale you know like ted leonsis wanted to buy the nats but and i bet you a lot of people want to buy the nats um but the problem is until you figure out that cable deal and how much they're going to get from the orioles or if maybe they could even get out of that deal it's hard to know how much to pay for the nats so that's where uh it's it's been a problem ah good segue kev because i was going to ask you and this was as a two-part question is what do you think about ted leonsis as a potential owner number two Let's just say 2025, fast forward, you got the O's and the Nats. They're both top of their division, AL and NL East. Is this now a budding rivalry? Are people packing the stadium to watch this game tonight that we're seeing? Yeah, I think it could be. I mean, you know, if you remember back uh, like 2012, 2013, the O's and the Nats were both really good. You know, they, they had like a, I think, you know, 2015, 2016, they had some memorable series that were sold out or close to sold out. And I think both teams are trending in that direction. I mean, obviously the O's are farther ahead and, mm-hmm. you know, the O's started rebuilding sooner. And, you know, the Nats started rebuilding later and the O's are farther ahead in a rebuild for sure. I do think the Nats' advantage is eventually when their ownership does get settled, whether it's, uh, you know, Leota's coming in or, or maybe the learners decide to keep it and spend money again, which they did. They did write a letter to the fans saying they'd spend in free agency again soon. I think the Nats advantage is once, you know, the kids come up a little bit more, they can start spending in free agency a little bit more than the O's might. Um, but yeah, I could see in two years them having some really good series and, and both teams being pretty good you know, in the back half of the decade, for sure. Uh, so, Kev, uh, m- m- our, uh, George on our chat uh, has a comment. He says, the best way to follow the O's rebuild t- is to get a great manager. Davey is not that. What do you say about that? Oh, for, uh, for uh, oh, yeah, for the Nats? Yeah, yeah no, I, I think, yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, I've defended Davey over the years you guys have had me on this show. <laughs> but, I, you know, I, I think we are just sort of at a point where, change for change's sake might be worth it you don't you especially if you're starting a rebuild with a bunch of younger players you don't want those younger players to just get used to losing 100 110 games every year and i mean when you look in the dugout you know i don't know i mean i'm not like a body language expert but i do watch a lot of sports he just looks like he's like on cruise control you know he's not he's there have been several instances in the last week where, you know, maybe he could have, uh, you know, pinch hit for like, you know, Robles in certain spots, or maybe he could have, you know, switched a lefty righty matchup or just done some brought, you know, Stone Garrett came in and was hot and they like had him on the bench for like five or six games for no reason. There's just been a lot of little things like that where, you know, you look at the management of the club and you're like, is this guy trying to win every single game or is he just like under instructions maybe? Not to try that hard. It's like it's hard to know, but I, I do feel like you, you can't. You know, at some point, like being the worst, finishing last in National League uh, East, like three or four years in a row, or whatever it's going to be, five years after this, I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. it, at some point, that has to come back and bite you, right? You know. Definitely. Definitely. Hey, Kev, man, it's been a pleasure having you on, man. Before we let you go, 
Um, tell our listeners about uh, Talk Nats and how they can catch you on social media. Yeah, for sure. It's just uh, talknats.com. It's uh, the best community uh, for passionate hardcore Nats fans. Um, go really in-depth on the prospects and things you might not find in the mainstream coverage. Um, and also just a great community. You know, you go to games, a lot of times you meet people you talk to, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I'm just uh, at uh, K underscore Nibley on Twitter. Uh, a lot of Nat stuff, uh, some movie TV stuff. And yeah, thanks as always for having me on, guys. Hey, Kev, thanks for being on, man. We appreciate it. Next time you come on, Kev, we're going to have you talk about Snowfall, all right? We'll see you with the curveball. I know, right? Always, man. Hey, make sure you uh follow Kev on Twitter. That's at K underscore Nibbly, which is N I B L E Y. Freeway Ricky Ross got locked up. And talks uh and talk nats, which is at talk nats, which is at talk nats. All right. It has been reported, thanks to Ray, because Ray kind of schooled us the game. It has been reported that where's this let go? Of their GM Tommy Shepard. We'll talk about this. Actually, we don't need to talk about the break. We can talk about it right now. All right, man. We don't need to go break. Right. <laughs> nah, just nah, we can go. We wanna go to break? Just keep going. No, just keep, keep going, going, right? Just keep keep going. going, right? Exactly. All right. All right, <laughs> All right man. So for, for the Wizards, what does this mean? I'll start with Will. What does this mean for the Because you've been a Tommy Shepard and to hey, this ain't the one type of dude. Well, nothing personally against Tommy Shepard. Mm-hmm. Um, all I can evaluate someone off of it as a GM is their record, right? Mm-hmm. Their record within something that the, the crups, the the foundation, and that's the, through the draft, right? Um, this, as the GM, he's drafted Rory, Rui, he, Rui Hachimura, which yeah. isn't a bad, which isn't a bad pick. Denny. Denny, I think Denny isn't a, a terrible pick, but Corey this Kispert. he's Corey's been balling. Now, I'm not a fan of Corey. Corey has been balling. But like well, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying Corey Kispert isn't an NBA player. Yeah. I'm saying for this team where they were at in their development, Corey Kispert wasn't the right pick for me. Oh, man, I, he I going, like Corey. He going to Gonzaga games heavy. He like, he I like Corey, I'm gonna build a winner. Man. I like Corey. <laughs> he he was though. No lie. And then also, like Corey, though, though. and then you also had uh, Johnny Davis, who towards the end of the season. Showed up and put up some numbers, but he wasn't a regular contributor during the season. Um, I don't hate Johnny. I'm just saying <laughs> you can't trash Corey and, and call Johnny out there. That's all we I'm ain't trashing Corey. I'm not trash. I didn't trash you said I didn't, for this team. Oh, I didn't say for oh, this you. team. I go no, where they no, at? No, for where this team I, is I, on no, the curve. I'm with y'all. I'm with y'all. I'm with y'all. I'm with y'all. No, I, like Corey Kisper to me wasn't a lottery pick. To me, like what, it, was that draft good though? I'm trying to remember that draft. Like I, I agree with you in any. Man, Trey, Cam Trey. Thomas was available at the dag on time, and, what it, and they barely play that kid. That's <laughs> I'm just telling you, like we can say that, but they barely, they That's barely play fault. that kid. I'm just saying he was available. That's why. I but wait, wait, my bad. No, wait. no, no. I, so all I can evaluate him. He's had four drafts. He's he's yeah, he hasn't hit. had yeah. He had he in a lottery. He hasn't hit with any of those picks. None of those picks have been a top level contributor for this team that has consistently fallen out of the fallen out of the playoffs. I agree. I agree. I agree. He hired, of course, Wes Huntsville Jr. He also – go ahead. What are you going to say? I don't hate Wes Huntsville Jr. either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that, nice that, 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 was, like that, was, that was his hire. He wanted to re-sign Scott Brooks. We all know that. They just they, they just could not agree That's to terms. That's a shame. What a, <laughs> he signed – he signed Bradley Bill to that big deal. That's definitely a shame. There, <laughs> there's just not a whole lot in terms of substance where you could say Tommy Shepard moved the needle when the entire fr- franchise 
it's not what I want to say. Entire fan base wanted to move on from Ernie mm-hmm. Grunfeld. Yeah. This is why I knew about this whole news before y'all did because I got a text saying Tommy Grunfeld is gone. That's that's what his nickname is among uh, some circles uh-uh. because they just felt like he's just an extension of Ernie. And in ways, the difference is the arena's years. The fan base was lit. Yeah, the city was was, was hyped up about. They, there we go. So you had two times where your teams at least advanced past the first round. Remember, the arenas team they beat the Bulls. Yeah, and John Wall's the John Wall led Wizards. They beat Atlanta in the first yeah. round. So you think about Ernie Grunfeld's tenure, and at least that man had some type of buzz. He had consistent playoff appearances. Mm-hmm. Tommy Shepard signs Bradley Bill. He he copies that same blueprint. Instead, he gives the keys to Bradley Bill. And unfortunately, we're talking about a play-in <laughs> appearance where they made the playoffs through that, but then they were clearly outmatched. So there was never any type of hope. The yeah. Paul Pierce year, if Wall doesn't get hurt, we all think that they could have at least oh, challenged in the Eastern Conference Finals. Even the Boston series where they were all black and, and John Wall has that oh, game that, winner. That, that, that's fire. That, that, that series is fire, right. bro. The, the, the arena sold out. Yeah. Tommy Shepard has not had anything close to that. He's also made some decisions that you would scratch your head on. Kuz is most likely going to walk. However, now the reports are with him out that Kuz may resign to a big deal and Brad may get traded. Because again, it's supposed to be a domino effect. You see So you keep Kuz over Brad over Brad? That's what I just that's what I was told that that's a potential now, just based on the fact that Kuz I mean I'm sorry, Brad was tied to Tommy. Seriously. Uh, that that's who that's who wanted him back. He had to have Brad back because again he felt like I'm moving on from John Wall, who he no, he no longer liked after the whole gang sign thing. Ted definitely didn't want him there. So this was a fresh start and giving the keys to Bradley Bill, which hasn't worked out. And now he's gone. So it looks like Bradley Bill might be part of that domino effect along with West Huntsville Jr. at some point. You go, go, Will. Well, I, I will give him – I can't give him credit for this because he signed. He traded for this guy, Davis Bertans. Then he, <laughs> then he signed him to a, to a big deal. Mm, um, but that, that's one of the I mean uh, I mean to this day you know even me and some other people some in the media um, debated this on this show um, and I wasn't you know they were punt they, they loved the Davis Pertons oh we're talking about Troy <laughs> man, listen I didn't say anyone's name bro I didn't say I didn't say, I didn't say, I didn't say anyone's name um, I say it man I say it but cool. I will say he did flip Davis Pertons for um, Christoph Porzingis, which is a George love you right now, Will. Which is a, which is an upgrade, <laughs> in my opinion, is an upgrade. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't care anyway. You was put part it. of that, so yeah, yeah. but 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 Shade. Spencer, but, <laughs> but Spencer Dinwiddie, um, he to to my knowledge, and you're more connected to the team than I am. He kind of wore out his welcome in the in the locker room because he said things that made sense. What, like, what direction what are we going in, y'all? And they're like, that's what I heard. You got to go. <laughs> that's what I heard. He, he said things that actually. Winning franchises talk about yeah. so that that's what it was, yeah. and of course he, 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 was, he, he had he had he to was find right, the door. He was a little petty. In, in, no, no, it's action. it's gone. Right, it's going too far. Yeah, but but right, again, though. he said if you ask Davis, yeah, Davis will corroborate what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. No, no. And I, Davis doesn't need to say a word because he benefited from this craziness. Yeah, it's true. But again, it speaks to how this organization is run. John Wall has been quite frank since then. Bradley Bill has been open. And Brad said, straight up, I wouldn't have got this offer from nobody else. Yes. What does that say? Dude, I'm surprised, though. I'm a little bit shocked. I think that Ted may be turning the corner a bit because, remember, he signed Tommy to an extension. the same way he signed Ernie Ernie. to a secret extension. So I'm like, hold up. Just maybe we're getting somewhere. The question is, where you go now? Okay. Well, let me ask both of you guys that. I know we we kind of – No, 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 no. Go, no, go, 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 go,
because you do. guys are more connected to the T9. Oh, Wole is definitely more connected. Wole, he dedicated himself to going. He said he wasn't dressing up no more or shaving, but he he <laughs> he, he was like, right. oh, I'm, at, I'm I'm covering the Wiz. Like, that's his thing. So but, we'll start with the Wiz insider right here. But what's the direction, what's the direction man, going forward? I went forward? sweatpants to the game. The, <laughs> wiz, the Wiz ain't worth me, yeah, man. Yeah, I did that one. Sweater vest is all that little. <laughs> no last toe. <laughs> My man used to hit me up like, hey, man, wear a suit. I'm like, dang, for real, <laughs> We look like real reporters we out there, the man. We did. Like, hey, you, I need you to wear a suit, shirt and tie. Facts. We at Men's Warehouse together, man, picking out Wizards outfits. Yeah, man. Wow. The day's over, bro. Now, Wole, like, when nah. Day, went there with a blazer. He had Foreman Mills. Like, I need to find something <laughs> for the day, man. Foreman Mills. <laughs> Say that quick. Hey, sponsor me, buddy. Sponsor me. What's the direction forward for this team, right? They, they, they're they going to have a, what, a top... A top ten, top ten pick. They get the number one pick. They're gonna have a <laughs> not with that record. They can't get the they always right. So are you gonna have a top ten pick? Um, Kuzma yeah, is a free agent. Definitely. Porzingis is a free agent. Should resign him. I like him a lot. Um, where did where do they go from here? Where, if you if you had to, you I would know, blow it up. Okay, like I would there personally blow it up. Like I'm gonna keep it a buck. I like Porzingis a lot, but I feel like you at a point where like just blow it up. Like you're you you're firing. Um, you fired um, it's Ernie Tommy Tommy Shepard. Just blow it up. Like give West Unsealed a, a young team to rock with. You got some young people already. Um, you got you got Johnny Davis that you gave, gave you gave him more playing time and he he gained more confidence. If you watch Johnny Davis, he didn't he didn't have confidence initially. That was his thing. But towards the end of the season, he he, he gained more confidence and became a better basketball player. Of course, Crisper is getting better every every year. Um, um, is learning now to be a better uh, cutter. Made some plays um, on ball, so to me, I mean, with the ball in his hand, so to me, he's getting better. You got some guys who are getting better, but you need to, you know, draft right to your to your advantage to what you're saying. Well, you got to draft that that's that superstar now. Like you got a lottery pick, you're not able to draft. You're at a position where if you do it right, you can draft the right player to fix with to fit with fit with this mesh. I mean, I know we could talk like Orlando. They they drafted the right person. They were you know, they had the number one pick overall. But they drafted the kid, kid out of Duke. Perfect pick. It's a perfect pick for that for that organization. Um, I think this is this is this is for, for the Wizards. Even though they not, they may not have the top three pick, but, you know, still you can get that type of player within the first eight round. I mean, eight uh, picks. We saw it with Steph. We saw this with, um, uh, sorry, um, Kawhi Leonard. You can get a you can get a player in round that in round that area that can kind of hold your team down. So I'm just saying the Wizards just had to get the right pick. Denny wasn't it. Rui wasn't it, and I like Rui, but he wasn't it to be that guy. You got to try to hit on, get a hit a home run and find that guy. If you are wanting to hit a home run, you got to get the number one pick. If you do not, then if we're following the the model of blowing this team up, you're gonna have to trade back and hope that next year you next get a top pick. The DJ Wagner draft is gonna be strong. It's gonna be strong. This so, draft isn't that strong. I so know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. You, we all watch the NCAA tournament. Yeah. It's not, uh, that, yeah. it's not a lot of not, guys yeah. that you might. That's true. That's true. You might want to select and say, "All right, I want this guy." This is true. This um, is true. So again, it all depends on what happens here. If you trade Brad, um, you can get them picks. But see, again, this, <laughs> do you, do you, this is where really Ted so? is going to have to. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, first, there are some teams that I want mean, him. Not now, from a good team. I mean, not from a bad team. A good team, though. That's so the, I guess that's the problem, though. My be. my man, Coach Fly, reached out and said, "I would just trade him to Minnesota and get Gobert in return." And just let them take on that contract. Gobert's wore out his welcome in Minnesota. You get a rim protector on a rebuilding team. And again, it's just shedding his contract while people still want it. 
Because if he has a season like he did this year, next season, you're not going to be able to get any, any team to take on that Brad deal. That, that's the thing. So, I mean, I guess getting Gobert, I'm, I, I get why no. getting the contract. Is it, a, is it an expiring contract? Why would no, you, no, it's no, not. no, 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 like, he just signed. Who else is going to take on that contract? I'd find a better, I mean. Who else is going to make a trade? Can you get Hero from Miami? Miami wanted. They wanted Brad. Miami wanted Brad. Yeah, I think you can, you can from them because they want, because again, they're a championship contending team. They're going to, some teams, like Embiid wanted Brad. Like you can get, like Embiid wanted Brad. He, they're not that happy. Absolutely. So you could, if you wanted to, you could finagle a way to try to see if you can get Embiid over, I mean, um, Brad over at Philly. I'm just saying. There are teams that want like that actually won well, Brad. Did this season hurt that stock? Yeah, That's what I'm yeah. trying to figure out. That's yeah. what I want to know. Yeah. But I'm a, I'm in agreement. You might as well start the rebuild now. And yeah. I don't I don't know again, even if West Huntsville Jr. is part of that rebuild. Well, yeah, it's gonna be hard for him. Because he's part of that equation. Yeah, two he's this is third season now. His next season because this, this you're giving me home team sports vibes. Like seriously. We're talking mm. about Tom Hammond's Tom Gugliotta those years. Yeah. Well, you know they're not gonna win. Not gonna They'll win. have some good nights, yeah. but I'm not going to no game to watch Corey Kispert and and exactly. the, the singers That's, or whatever. Yeah, I agree. What you want to call it, Will? <laughs> I just said they're getting better. I agree. I'm not arguing that. I feel like they're not bad picks. They're they're good players. They're not star players, but they're good players. They're getting better. I'm not saying they're superstars. It's not a disrespect to like, the players. No, 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 I know that. Um, I, know, I, know, I know that. I'm just saying that, I, which I am totally agreeing with you. Like, you uh, you do need to get a star. Though. You got to get that star to play with him. Like, Brad ain't, Brad ain't that star. He ain't you that said star. that many times. He's not that star. I know. He's not that star. Right? Brad is he's a scorer. He's a number two, three option on a very good on a good team. On a good team, that's what Brad Bradley Bill is. Bradley Bill is the two option when John Wall was here, because John Wall was the star. No knock on Bradley Bill, but that's what it is. Like, and they won games. They won, they did well. They got they had some playoff success. Bradley Bill is a good player, but not that player to lead your team to what you want to be. Even Russ, when Russ was here. You can make the argument that Russ was the star in that playoff run. Yeah, I would, right. Yeah. He was make the, the star. Move now you better move him now if you're going to move him. You got to move him now yeah. because if you don't, and he has another injury plagued year where he's not and he's always and shooting the ball so efficient, and he, and he gets hurt. All, and and no one talks about it. He gets hurt a lot. Well, leading up to the contract, he actually seemed more durable. Yeah, but now, right. that's what I'm saying. If you're going to move him, you better do it now. And that's this it. is where Ted needs to bring in basketball people. I'm, I'm bi- I'm, just to wrap us up, I'm biased, but the most, to me, a logical pick would be to the Knicks for Obi Toppin and R.J. Bird. R- I like that. I like R.J. Bird. I'm down with whatever R.J. Bird, I like it. With whatever team great. is going to take it. Because he still needs, he still has that ceiling where you could, yeah, like, you can yeah, still, you know, you can R.J. Bird is perfect. A little bit. He's, Obi he's Toppin still is for R.J. Bird, yeah. No, Obi Toppin can ball. He just hasn't had the opportunity. You think, you think, you think Obi Toppin can ball? Yes. Really like he just game? hasn't had the opportunity. You like his game that much? I don't like his game. R.J. Bird, though, he can go. Listen, they, they had opportunities. They blew it. The the Cavs are an example of how in a couple of years you can turn this around, Max. If you draft get, right, if you draft right, and, yep. and you land Evan that Nobly, splash, Evan Mobley, Evan Mobley, he looks Mobley. like Mobley. looks like uh, they don't utilize Darius, him Darius Garland too. Darius Garland, yeah. even Sexton when they had, they had and like, Darius they Garland, well. a lot of people question that pick because they yes, already had Sexton. Colin Sexton. Yeah, yep. turning out to work out okay. Yeah, man. Uh, George said one hundred percent this season her builds value. Man, see that's what I'm training. That's my concern. Before the Supermax, Washington would have. Got they should hold. have been traded him. I mean, again, it's no, it's no, it's no offense to uh, Brad. Here, here goes. George says, "Stop interrupting." Will's excellent breakdown of Shepard's less than stellar draft record with defenses with defenses of each pick. And they talk about me. I told you, yeah, yeah definitely. that's definitely you. That's definitely me, man. I mean, you just look, you, you like just Corey Kispert. No, you I just want to you want to maintain. I like Tyler Hansbro too. You want to maintain your journal, your, your journal entry, your journalistic entry to the games. I get it, man. <laughs>
I do like Corey Christopher though. I like his game. I'm a, I'm a Wiz fan, and I I I have enjoyed covering him in the past. But you know, I haven't been interested the last couple of seasons. I've had the opportunity I'm to cover. Him, I'm not interested in him either. I just go, just from my own from from my own knowledge. That's all. Okay. Just to just just to build just to make sure I improve on this on the skill I'm trying to improve on. That's all. Even the me, even the media vibe there is not what it was. Wole well, and we were going and oh no, I, th- I, I actually I actually like the media. We used to be there with like David Aldridge. Yeah, and the, I, I like mean, the media still, vibe. He still covers. I like the um only not 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 the media folks. I actually like I like to be honest with you. I do like Wes Unsell Jr. I think he's like a nice dude. Oh oh that yeah, but I'm talking about, I'm talking about nice in terms dude. of the actual group of media that covers. It's a core group. A media uh, folks that's been yeah, covering the Wizards, the same, and it used to be a, a bit at least of optimism at times because the team seemed like they had opportunities. You had the right pieces yeah. in place to compete. Quick with, question: with What does the media spread look like? Like food? Oh, food? Yeah. No, you go to the the, the vendors. Oh, you give nah, food. you ain't got it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> hey, I pay ten dollars. Hey, 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 yeah, hey, hey, will. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> that's some. That's some. Dan Snyder has yo, to look for. He, fit, they he give fit, you. Dan they Snyder give you. fed the media good. Yeah. University of Maryland's pretty good. Yeah. The Mystics pretty good. The Wizards, uh, yeah, so the Wizards, good. you get some pretzels and cheese. Yes, that's and popcorn. They like their popcorn and ice cream. And I don't even like ice the cream with sprinkles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They only give you that, right? I know. No they took away the sprinkles. Yeah, they took away the ice well, cream. Well, they used to like the the country fried steak they had, man. Damn, it was good. <laughs> it was really good. Like, oh man, got, you, I'm at the run tomorrow. All this bread. Yeah, hey, they give you. Uh, they do you cookies though. And then the chef used to hook us up. He's like, man, yes. don't, he, hey, don't come, worry come about it. Come here, come bro. Come here, bro. I don't even worry you. about. It. I got you. Don't even got them dudes. What's up, man? You clip go, it. Yeah. Clip it. Send it to Ted Leonsis. Dude, they give you like now. You got me like really talking about it. They give you like the Miak tournament you, had Old Bay wings. They did. They did have Old Bay wings, didn't they? Yeah, you ain't getting none. I ain't getting mad. You ain't losing. That's mad. So. When you get there, like you can use your card, like you say, hey, you can pay. They give you like a voucher, right? Mm-hmm. So you can get like you got up to like I don't know how much money, like up to twenty some dollars. Like you pay ten, but you up to like twenty dollars of, of food, right? But I ain't gonna lie to you, Cattle One food is trash. That is not this cold and ain't that good. They give you wings. Everybody gets hyped for the Cattle wings. Cattle One food has gone down. Thank too. you, bro. It's not. It's so not has as good, FedEx. Bro. I don't it's know not, what. I don't, I don't know, know what's they going changed on. their suppliers uh, yeah, or I don't what. Know what it but is, it, if you're gonna pay that much money for something, it well, not the media, like, but I'm just talking about the fan. But you get we, we get the fan food though. That's what I'm saying like that's what you, you do get the fan food. food. We get the fan. We food. pay less for it though. Yeah, we pay less, but it's still trash though. I'll go to Norfolk Corporation and I'll eat there. Chicken tennis was actually good there. Hey man, matter of fact, we're not. Going to break. We're going right to the yeah, next Just topic. keep going, man. Just keep going, man. All right, man. We're watching the NBA playoffs right now. The Lakers are losing to the Grizzlies in game two when Jaws not playing. I'm kind of annoyed. But the playoffs still have been amazing. They've been lit. I love the competition. What has been your favorite series? Uh, I'll start with Will. Oh, um, Clippers versus Suns. Game one. That was amazing. <laughs> That, 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 was, that, that was a duel. That was a duel. That game one between Kawhi and KD, that matchup, it was a duel for the ages. Yeah, they always for have the a ages. matchup, though. You the dig? <laughs> <laughs> that was dope. You got to say for ages. Like that, the accent. They got to say um, that, though. Hey, dog, you had to die for a minute off that. What? You're Nigerian, African, five I can't even say it. Yeah. <laughs> I, gotta my, I, have to work my, I have to work my vocals to get there. I can't even say it, dude. Yeah, that, you, you took mine. Go ahead, Wale. What was your favorite? What's your, been your oh, favorite series so far? It's the Lakers-Grizzlies. Lakers, uh, uh, the Kings have looked exciting, though, for a young group. Man, but they look great, But it's not great, my favorite though. series, though. But they look great. Malik I mean, Monk real talk, I'll be real with you. It is my favorite series, though. What? The, the Warriors-Kings? It's my favorite. Because I'm right about it. That's why it's my favorite. 
Because everything I told folks. You got the great, the, the Draymond, the Draymond stomp. Yeah, you, you got the, Man, the, the crowd. That, look, that looks like bro. the Bibby right, crowd. So the Bibby, the Christie crowd. Let's talk about that. He get, he's getting suspended, you know, for game three. Oh, yeah. Do you agree with it or not? Well, they is weird when it comes to this I, stuff. I don't. I don't agree you with so it. You are so weird. No, I don't. I, I absolutely do not agree I'll with it. I'll let y'all debate this. I do agree with it, but go ahead. I wonder why. Well, if you look at it clearly, yeah. you saw Sabonis grab onto his leg. I agree with that. Right? I did that. that so, was wrong, too. That was wrong, too. Definitely. Um, I, do, I do recognize that Draymond did propel himself off of his sternum yeah. by, you know, Stepping down on him to propel himself off, yeah. but he also was trying to. If you look at it, he was trying to to free his foot. Yes, it just it he just so happened to be propelling so. himself off of his sternum, off of um, Sabonis's sternum to free his foot. So you, you don't think he stopped him on purpose? Yeah, I know he did. Yeah, yeah he did but, on but, but, but 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 this is what I'm saying. What precipitated the stomp? No, the, the whole Sabonis yeah, Sabonis bro, holding totally on his agree. leg is what precipitated right. the stomp. Yeah. The the stomp. Totally agree. So I'm gonna tell you why I have an issue with it. The stomp. There, like he could have avoided it, could have definitely avoided it. He chose to do it, but he did start it. So I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But then it's the theatrics after. So if someone's laying laying down in pain, you're out there acting as if you ain't give two whatever happened to that dude. Like and you're and you're egging on the crowd. Like you're doing like I can hear you. Then you're on the camera saying, I love this ish. I love this ish. So basically you're you you're putting out the message of, like, I hurt this dude and I don't give a you know what. Like it, even back in the day when we talk about watching basketball in its glory days, folks weren't doing like even, they weren't going out to the crowd and saying like, "Oh, I did this." You a bad boy. You walked away. You was a bad boy. Detroit, you walked, bad Pistons, boy. But you weren't doing this. Bad boy. Pistons. You weren't doing this after you hurt somebody. Not Rick Mahorn. Rick Mahorn. After you fought. Not Rick Mahorn. Hurt. So after you stomp. After you hurt somebody, you're not doing this. I mean, you fight somebody, you hurt them, right? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Will. Like you're not doing this. You pre- Only know. person I can think of is Metal World Peace. After he elbowed James Harden, he was. And then he and then he said afterwards, are you gonna when he was asking are you gonna shake Harden's yeah. hand? He was like, he was I don't like, talk yeah. to bench players. Yeah, because <laughs> he was OKC at the time, and he was suspended. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like it's reputation, it's reputation, and that too. Like you got a rep for this too. Like you do have a rep for this. It ain't like, and I know somebody told so, me, somebody okay. told me if LeBron did like say LeBron did, we get suspended. Well, LeBron ain't gonna do it. Secondly, LeBron got a rep to do it. If LeBron did it. Yeah, he should get suspended. He should get suspended. I'm saying he ain't got a rep either. Okay, well, let me ask you this. He hit the dude from Detroit in the face that time. Yeah, Yeah. Isaiah Stewart. Yeah, he did. He did. So you're saying that reputation plays a part, opposed to to just looking at the singular, isolated incident. Joe Joe Dumas said that. He said a history of this type of behavior in addition to just the the serious nature of uh, of the act. Is why he was suspended. I don't argue that, like, like, yeah, Simone started, he grabbed his foot. Yeah, I totally agree with that. But what he did, the way he did it, and then acting after after the fact, and then even the stuff in the presser, like, nah, bro, like. I don't know. I think Sabonis, the way he reacted to it in, in that WWE manner, like he looked like Monster like Boy grabbing his stomach. To a degree, I think he, he trusted him a bit. So I it, that. let's just say, let's just say, Will, he stop, let's say Draymond stomps on Dylan Brooks. It may not be looked at the same thing because Dylan Brooks also has a reputation as an agitator. But since it's a bonus, I think that one. also – and he looked like he was hurting. And then what you said, yeah. what came out from Draymond afterwards, the way he I think after it, I think after checked uh, a lot for it. I like he, after, how, after he went about it is – is, I think he – I put it this way. And he put, I think he he didn't put do, Jordan Poole, all that stuff. Yeah, factors into and also I'll done. be honest with you. I think after, if he didn't do those – like didn't have the theatrics after – 
I don't think it's suspended. I'm be real. Okay. I don't think it's suspended. You know what I mean? Well, it, it'll be interesting because we know that he was scoring six points anyway. Like, <laughs> well, no, but he was playing well, no, role, though. I like, mean, but but, but defense de- defensively, Draymond does think with Draymond in the game, he covers a lot. Of the mistakes on the back line. Oh, that's true. It's just in this series he hasn't been. I don't know why. That's what I was wondering. Like, how come Draymond isn't step stepping his game up defensively? At least he does yeah. that on a consistent basis. But no, in this series, you really can't. hate Draymond. Oh, I do though. It's a fact though. I do. No, see, <laughs> I just like no. I, I, no one hates I, I, a strong I, 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 I like. Dislike. I like his. Dislike. I like his role. I like what he's a, a, achieved. I love him at Michigan State too. Yeah. I love the fact that he can handle rock. I like his game. It's just. It's certain people that should that should not <laughs> act a certain way, and I feel like the way he acts and and, and the the issues that he causes on the team is just like is he worth it? I mean, I get like Rodman used to be a distraction, but many say okay, I'll take that because I need this yeah. dude. Draymond has been needed on this team as well. It's just I think it's a bit more in terms of just his behavior. It's like come on, dude, just focus on the on the game. I just feel like you don't have to do that. With and many you feel like really he cost to, them that that yeah. championship the year the Cavs came back because he got yeah. suspended there. Yeah, I just think he don't have to. I don't think he has he, to do all the other stuff because his team is so talented. The way he, he plays I, basketball, I, just wanna, I wouldn't want to coach him. So. But I don't hey, think you can necessarily say that because we don't know what makes Draymond Green tick. Yeah, and you're right, you're saying. the things maybe having that chip on his makes shoulder him play better. makes him play better and it, elevated right. his game. Right? Yeah. I guess if if, if he weren't if he weren't as if he was a little bit more yeah. docile, then maybe he wouldn't be the contributor to a championship team. That I'll he say is. this: if you point. go back and watch on YouTube when Draymond interviewed Kevin Durant, y'all remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they talked about the issues and stuff. KD told him. You play and act the way you do because of your insecurities. You, I remember that. I remember he said, that. you think because you can't handle the rock like this or you can't score like me or you can't do this like stuff that you always have to show something yeah. and that's a detriment to you and that's what hurt us. Yeah. Flat out. He didn't say it like that, but I'm just saying. That's what he said. No, I remember so, that. I remember that. Now, it could be. Like, if it's MJ and LeBron and Smith, that's one thing. But if it's Draymond, like, I got to find an edge. Yeah. I don't know. I think that Draymond is good enough to where he can just... As a matter of fact, remember... The year that they went to the finals, but they had all the injuries. He was, and he was against balling. the Raptors, he was, he was, hooping. He was hooping. He helped them sweep a, a ball in Damian Lillard. Lillard. And, yeah, he and he was, was killing, quiet. He was, killing that. He he was, killing was running that. the point. He was that. getting the ball, was pushing it. I just feel like he don't need all that. But I feel like, again, it's, it's, a, it's a personality and a mentality thing. But, I don't, again, I like his game. You know, I, I like Draymond back in the day. I yeah. just it's, His attitude is, is soured for I me. Mean, I mean, I I mean, I, like, I love Rasheed. I thought Rasheed used to get technical to no darn reason. But See, Rasheed, Rasheed, I don't know. Rasheed was more talented, but, yeah, but Draymond was. is yeah. arguably more valuable to his team than Rasheed was team. to that Blazers team. Yeah, for this team. Uh, to that Blazers but, team? I don't know. Because that Blazers team wasn't winning regardless. I mean, it, they, yeah. they ran into a serious Lakers uh, bus all, you feel me? Yeah, but uh, George said in terms of his favorite series, he said Suns Clippers because it looks yeah. like there is a, is a growing dislike between the two, and it's the most likely to go seven. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. We all mm-hmm. agree. Yeah. I mean, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a good, that's a good one. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how this Knicks series plays out. Of course you are, man. That's a good yeah. one, too. It's a good one, man. It's competitive, yeah. man. That's a competitive. I mean, I want to see it like, with the injuries with the Bucks. Um, mm-hmm. With Giannis being out. I, I still think the Bucks Miami. are going. I think the Bucks are going to win that one 4-1. You think so? I do. 4-1 without, Four. without Giannis? Yeah, I mean, look look how they played without Giannis during the, during the year. Yeah, I don't know, man. Something about Milwaukee is a. I mean, I know they won a championship, but something about Milwaukee is a postseason team. I ain't gonna lie, they they ball without him. Yeah, they I, do. They I know what's saying balls without him. Drew Holiday. No, um, 
Bobby Portis? No one. Chris Middleton? Yeah, no, Chris Bobby Middleton. Portis. Chris no. Middleton balls like crazy with all of you. In the bubble, he did. Not, okay. As a recent, they, they just, it's just a, a team effort that is amazing. Is Brooke Lopez going to get in the post then? Since Giannis is out? I would imagine. And they defend. So. Well, They're one of the best defensive teams. Sorry. I, I would imagine. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I would imagine. I would imagine so. Or okay. him or Bobby Portis. Okay. So Bobby starting now when him, with him out? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Bobby's good. I've always liked Bobby Portis' game. I've always liked. I've always Former liked wizard. Him. You know what I'm saying? Former everything. Chicago Bull, too. Yeah. Yeah. The Wizards had that dude. You're right, though. The Wizards had him. He was a, he's a winner. Wizards not used to. According to Spencer Dinwiddie, they're not used to having winners. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean it, look. I mean, look. It, it, it's just, it, it just goes to show culture, right? It you is, put, man, you t- put a player somewhere in a, in a winning culture. This is the truth, man. All right, man, let's go to boxing, man. All right. In the in a 136-pound showdown this this Saturday. We we finally get Ryan Garcia versus Javante Tank Davis. Will I'm start with you? Who do you have winning the fight and why? I am going to go with. I think Ryan Garcia. See, I, beats Tank Tank Davis. I think, I think it's close. I think it's close. I think it's I think it's, I think, I think, I think, I think it's closer. I think a lot of people think that Tank, because of his power, is going to hit Ryan Garcia in the chin, and Ryan Garcia is going to fold up. I totally agree. That kid. Has that kid? He that he's gone through some mental health issues, but I, I believe that kid is extremely talented, and he's tougher than a lot of people give him credit for. I agree. Go ahead. I'm going with Tank, uh, not because of just the the one hit quitter that he has, but I just feel like we have not seen the best of Javante Davis um, just yet. Mm-hmm. It's some some fights that even his his previous fight I was like, dang, this dude actually can box. Yeah, um, I agree. With that. He, of course, he decisioned um, Isak Cruz with one hand. Um, Tank, Tank is an underrated boxer. I think at times he, ha- he loses his focus. Against Roley, he didn't start out great, but he knew he was setting him up for a shot. Um, the Berrios fight, he cannot mirror that. He also can't mirror the Santa Cruz fight because Ryan Garcia is probably the, the best puncher. One of his best fights in my eyes was the Pedraza fight. Uh, I feel like that's where he really showed his speed, his quickness. But you know what? It's going to hurt Ryan Garcia. He's going to... He's going to use this as a reason why he lost, and that's the weight cut. And also the rehydration clause. I think that's going to be a determining factor as to why Tank wins. I don't see it going the Excellent full distance. I'm, I'm, just, I'm thinking Ryan Garcia, he's been complaining the entire training camp about how he's struggling to make weight and how it's not fair that this clause is in the contract. But again, Tank is considered A-side. You're talking about Al Heyman. De La Hoya, he had to accept it. I give him so much respect for saying, you know what? I just want this fight. I want to prove to the people that I'm that dude. That's what's up. But I feel like that's going to be too much to overcome for him because I don't, I'm not sure his power is going to be the same considering he's the bigger fighter and yet he has to follow the strict guideline. I think it's going to be a, a light, a, an amazing fight, to be honest with you. I, I, I'm like, Will, I think Tank's going to win, but I think people that are really – I'm hearing like you can't Ryan Garcia's gonna Ryan's gonna get crushed. I'm like uh, he's not gonna get crushed. Ryan's not gonna get crushed. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fight where I can see two dudes feeling it. They are gonna get hit. They're gonna feel the pain. They're gonna wobble a little bit. Whoever, and I do think eventually Tank's gonna probably put him out. But I do think that this is definitely the hardest fight that Tank's fought oh, no throughout. Problem. And I just, I don't think it's gonna be as easy as whatever people like. Obviously, people wanna sleep on Ryan Garcia for whatever reason. Ryan Garcia is not that dude to just to sleep on and just to say like he's gonna get crushed. I don't like that like that narrative. He gonna get crushed. Nah, he ain't that dude to get crushed. The tank is gonna be tested. Tank is like Ray said, he is improved as a boxer. I totally agree with you. 
But I do think that this is a I saw for instance, I saw the fight against like Leo Santa Cruz that he was open. If Ryan Garcia hits him with the, the joints that Leo was hitting with, hitting him with, Ryan could put him out. Like Ryan could def- this is not his power is this is the most power tank has seen. I like, agree with that. Yeah. I just think he's going to establish his jab. I think Joe Goosen is going to have him fight a little bit more fundamentally yeah. sound. Um, there's a lot of experts that feel like it's going to be a few feel-out rounds to start, which is, which, is, yeah, which, right. which is true for most fights. Yeah. Um, another aspect that could come into play for Tank that does not work in his favor is Ryan Garcia is in amazing shape, and Tank typically tires out in the middle of fights. Now, he'll, he'll turn it on yeah, later, later, but Ryan Garcia can go 12 rounds. He can go 12 rounds. I think Tank can go 12. Go ahead, Will. Quick question for both of you guys. Um, Is this a fight that regenerates a lot of interest in boxing from even just casual fans? I think so. I think so. I think it is. I think you got two guys who are popular in their own own lane. You got one dude who's popular, like hella popular on social media, and Ryan Garcia, and then you have – one in Tank, who's popular in terms of pop culture, period. You saw what he did, what he's done in the Barclay and other venues where, even here at Capital One, like you've seen what pe- people come out to see Tank, stars come out to see Tank. Um, I just think that in both lanes, they they've hit every element. Um, I wish, to a certain extent, this had this had this fight had more time for promotion. Mm-hmm. I do, I wish it did, uh, but I do think this is the fight that can bring people back, though, definitely. More and after this, even maybe even more than the fight Spence, that we're waiting, Spence the one fight that we all are waiting for. Ooh. I think the boxing, I think the boxing fan base wants that fight more than anything. But I do think in terms of pop culture and even like whatever lane, social media, whatever, this fight here can do a lot for boxing. Uh, I totally agree. What's funny is the biggest fight I think of the year globally oh, is oh. Benavidez Canelo. Mm. I think globally that's the biggest fight of the year. And we talk about knockouts, power, star power, culture. That's the biggest fight. This fight, of course, is going to bring out stars and it's going to bring out other boxers. Many, many boxers love to watch Tank. Mm-hmm. Tank brings yeah, them out. You do bring so them out. I won't be shocked if Shakur is at the fight, if Roley's at the fight, Haney, all these guys show up to see this, this, this matchup mm-hmm. because it is up to, to this point the biggest fight that we've seen in a long time. And Tank and Ryan both have a lot of Non-boxing fans and casual boxing fans yes. that follow them, and that's the that's the big deal. So definitely, that can move the needle. It's going to move the needle. It's already sold out. Twenty million dollar gate course, already, man. bro. Of course, it's that Huge. type of fight. What do you think, man? Uh, I think okay. I think it's it, it's a fight that's going to draw casual boxing fans, mm-hmm. right? You know, April. It's, it'll be a you know warm weather. It's a warm weather fight. Um, middle of spring, so that you'll definitely have a lot of interest from people. Um, but I, I don't know if it, I think Ray mentioned it. Um, the promotion for the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, excuse me, Wole. Mm-hmm. Promotion for the fight is yeah. is it hasn't been yeah, it to the level that you would expect or you would right. want it to to make it a a huge fight. And, and I think that's where boxing ultimately um, has bitten itself, right? Where mm-hmm. USC has created kind of a insular marketing department, right? An insular marketing department, and that's by word of mouth of fans and mm-hmm. also being on ESPN, whereas boxing is so disjointed, it's broken up into so many cliques and promoters who won't work with themselves, work with each other. But once you do get those promoters aligned and working with each other, um, they sign this fight and they sign it. And it doesn't have the traditional 
90, 120 day rollout. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I, I agree. I think they could have done a way better job promoting this fight, man. I just think that it's a. Uh... I can't make the dunk. I'm sorry, I'm watching this game. <laughs> but yeah, I just think that this fight, yeah, I mean, it, this fight could have been. I mean, I know you couldn't push it to May because obviously you got a single to Mayo. That's like Canelo's day now. Um, I think this this fight that's could have more time, man. Benavidez fight, right? Uh, yeah, there. that's true. That's true. It could, but you think that fight's big? All right, so you think that fight's bigger? You said globally. You think that fight's bigger than like? Uh, yeah, I Mexico. Guess, that's gonna be huge. Benavidez bro. versus Canelo on Cinco, so I, de, Cinco de Mayo, yeah, twenty twenty four. Is that bigger than you said globally? Is that bigger than? I'm just, just curious. Is that bigger than? You know, I don't want to see the fight. Is that better than bigger than Fury? Nope. Fury, Joshua. No, no. It, I never said that. Nope. Oh, you, I said, you said that, that, globally. That's not a possibility. What 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 else fights? You said globally, right? Yes. So I'm saying globally. You say I'm just saying globally. That's the biggest fight you can make this year. Globally. Oh, this year, my bad, bro. I misheard you. That's my fault. That's my fault. No, that of course Fury Joshua. Why why would people want to see Fury Joshua at this point? Yeah, I don't want to see it, but people like, but the European dudes do. I don't. I ain't say I did. It's, it wouldn't be no buzz for me. I, there it would be. That's what I'm saying. Like you said that's a global. There, yeah. no, you you saying in the UK will be big globally. Wembley, that's globally. It wouldn't Wembley. be. No, no, that's that's in the UK will be big. It wouldn't be big for us here. But, but all right, so okay. Canelo, Canelo will be a big fight for us here, here and Mexico and everywhere else. Would it? Would it though? If Eddie Hearn is involved too, would it be though? Aaron Wells, Benavides and Canelo. How big is Benavides? How big is Benavides? So that's a question. I mean, I so, think it's big, no, but how I, big is Benavides? To I, you? I'll say this. I don't necessarily I, I don't necessarily disagree with you on that fact, but I'll say this. What will hurt um what well, what will hurt a little bit is and because Americans have bias towards their English, Canelo not speaking, him preferring to speak Spanish. He's better now. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he is. He is. To be honest with you, he is better. I think Usyk Fury is bigger than Canelo and and Benavidez. If you ask me, I'm just saying in terms of I, I just don't. It is. I just don't know if those fights get made. I'm um, just saying it, it, there's a likely path for Canelo and um, Benavidez to fight I, on Mexican Independence yeah. Day weekend. It's, it's it's a likely path. I agree. With you. I totally agree. With you. I'm just trying to think about it in, in the aspect of. I don't know. Benavides is like to me. The question is, how big do you think Benavides is, though? Like I, I like you know, I'm I'm a big believer in Benavides. But in terms of, do you think Benavides is a draw? Draw in terms of pop culture. And pop culture, no. Canelo no. is, and but Canelo I, is, yes. Yeah, so so, so if you pair the two, I think more information about Benavides so think, comes okay. out. So yeah, you think Benavides, it. though, and, uh, with the Mexican fan base, of, of course he's not he's as gonna big as Canelo, though, but, he's, gonna be big. but he's big. No, he's gonna be, and, and that's what, and, 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 and in terms of boxing fans, like true right. boxing no, fans, I, get you. No, I, get you. I feel like that's the biggest fight you can make globally this year. No. Now, there's no reason for Fury and Joshua to get Hell no, never is not. That's the only reason I won't I won't count that. Hell no, 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 I agree. It's, it's not a reason for that fight. I just I said it. I, it, I said that I don't want to see the fight. I just well, told you, you don't want to see Joshua versus Curry. No, Curry. No, not that. No, have you you watched Joshua's last fight? He ain't ready. I did. No, he ain't ready. No, he ain't ready. That is he, that's a whole mental thing, bro. Man, we got Derrick James and everything. Yeah, that, 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 that's a mental. It's only more fights. He needs that. he needs more fights with James though. He needs more fights with them. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he needs more fights. He's not ready for him now. I know he's calling out, but he's not ready for him now. All right, man, this has been a great show. Um, subscribe to our podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Also, follow us on Twitter at Urban Sports Scene, IG at Urban Sports Scene, and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Make sure you subscribe to the Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel as well. Uh, check out the home of the Urban Sports Scene, Amp Pyramedia at Amp 
pyramedia.com. And this show can be found on the Podcast DC app. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all of the Amplifier shows as well as other great content. Anyway, this has been a great show. We had the full roster. It's been a, this is amazing. Anyway, you've been listening to the Urban Sports Scene. For ages. Hey, Deuces. Hey, Mega. Lead us out, big homie.